Hi, I'm Marcus, and I support Gen X Grown Up through Patreon. You can too by visiting patreon.com slash genxgrownup. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up Podcast listener to this backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. I am John. Joining me as always is Mo. Hey, everybody. And George is here. Hey, how's it going, guys? Just like in our previous episode, our regular show that aired last week, we are recording both of those together on the same day, and we are here in the same room, which is unusual yeah. for us. <laughs> it's taking get used to. Let me tell we you. are yeah. in Pensacola, attending a Pensacon, and we're here in the lovely Hilton Homewood Suites Pensacola Airport. They provided us with a meeting room for us to set up our yeah. gear. And an airplane, first class accommodations, right? We, no, no. No? We no? Oh, we didn't get that? We drove. What? We didn't get... I thought Did you? we were getting... Well, no, but you said this was the airport. <laughs> Hotel. I thought you I said thought you were, were a big deal. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> look, look, you don't get upgraded to first class. You're not actually flying anywhere. But it's, still, it's I thought you were getting us That's tickets. Good. We were going to fly to the <laughs> to the event. So if you hear something different, it's because A, we're all in the same room. Yep. B, we're on some new equipment that George picked up. Yep. And C, we have to look at each other. So it's a little <laughs> bit different. I mean, yay. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, is that what you look like? How strange. <laughs> so it's cool that we're all together. It's a little bit different. Yeah. The backtrack is where we pick a single nostalgic topic from our youth and dig in in deep on that thing. And it's currently new cell phone season. I talked to the yeah. last show about mm-hmm. how I ordered my new Galaxy S10. They just had their huge unpacked event. There's going to be a new iPhone, I'm sure, coming around the corner Always. that Mo is going to again purchase because right. he <laughs> still hasn't come around to the world of Android. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting better and better. You got to watch know, out. I know, I know. And we're not old fogies. We use and love our smartphones. Yes. yes. But oh, we yeah. grew up in an era when not only were there smartphones, not only weren't there cell phones, there just barely were phones. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the Alexander Graham Bell days, essentially. I mean, it well, wasn't Mo far was from in those that. days. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. We were more well, more telegraph days. Mister Mrs. American, all the ships at sea, Morse code. So we want to talk about those days, how they evolved, and what it was like for us. Now, you might be Gen Xers like us who remember those, and this will be reminiscing for you. You might be uh, someone who's not a Gen Xer, who has always known the technology of cell phones. And this will be like, really? You guys lived like how that? How did you survive? Yeah. But uh, that's what the backtracks are for, to look back on those things and either reminisce on it or get informed about it. So yeah. we're going to look back on the days of payphones, pagers, and passing notes right now. Take up your receiver and always listen for the dial tone. Remember how it sounds, a steady hum. Now, let's dial the number. Remember, always be sure to dial the first two letters of the central office name, then the five numbers. Before cell phones came around, yep. you just couldn't. I mean, that's just so different from today. Is that there were times you just could not reach somebody. Well, sure. The, the and that was good. Yeah, it was good. I, I, sometimes, you know, sometimes that is good. I mean, I mean, you hear about people today kind of saying like, "Oh, I took a vacation from my phone." Yeah, you take a digital yeah. vacation. How dare you not respond to my text within seven seconds? Yeah, exactly. 
But, We're having you know, a conversation. But I'm just remembering, in a way, I think it kind of maybe lost some of our independence with that. Because when we were kids, it's like if I needed to do something that was out of normal schedule, I had mm -hmm. to make sure I told my dad or my mom or when somebody had to know. Where there was some be. responsibility coordination going on. Right. And yeah. so I'm sitting there with all the different numbers. My dad's work, my mom's work, home. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to call anybody to get this message out there. That was just, it was just very, very different than what we have today. Yeah. I can remember instead of like now, if my kids go somewhere, I'm like, make sure you have your cell phone, make sure you answer <laughs> yep. it or respond to text or send us a text at a certain time. Back then it was, you have to be within shouting distance of the front right. door, right? <laughs> There's something to be said for just, I'm, I'm out of reach sometimes. Yeah. You know, now if you're out of reach, people, they're worried about you. Yeah. You know, like well, I called and I texted and I didn't hear back in 30 well, seconds. Or, yeah. Are you okay? Are you okay? Well, you, think about right. it like, you know, when a natural disaster happens, you use your phone to check in on Facebook to yep. check off that yep. you're yeah. Who, who is safe from this right. thing? That's right. Yeah. yeah. But I really agree with you, Mo. I think there was a certain degree of independence that went with it. If you didn't want to deal with stuff, you just went out for a walk. And, and you, could you didn't deal with it. Right. Because you know I'm going to be on a walk for an hour and I won't, nobody's going to bug me. Nobody's going to talk to me. Unless it's a real person who's going to walk up and talk face to face, you know, and then that's a welcome distraction, yeah. you know. And you know, we talked about, George, that you would uh, check yourself in as safe from a natural disaster. Sure. And the other thing that people use their cell phones now, I think, as kids in school is there's a lost art of passing notes. Oh, yeah. In no. school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't have texting. So there was a whole science and a strategy. Yeah. And an art sometimes and too. A, an art, a technology <laughs> mm -hmm. to passing notes around to people. You had to be a little school. bit of a ninja. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you teacher. did. Depended on the teacher. Well, yeah. true. But I mean, most teachers were, I bet they took classes in how to catch <laughs> kids passing notes. You know, and I know I, a lot of teachers will say, hey, no phones, no phones. Well, you know that they ignore that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> they just turn it off. Or right. Yeah, it's just when you can't hear it. But it's in my, I'm looking for my something in my bag. Yeah. I'm typing in my bag, right? Yeah. I still remember the worst thing about passing notes is the trust you had to have with the people. Because it had to go through multiple oh, yeah, chains, chain, right? Yeah. That's a whole different kind of blockchain. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, please don't read this. You know, yep. and you put the put who is for then you get to that one asshole kid that just wouldn't pass notes and you know so you have to circumvent him I'm gonna go give around. it to the teacher not just that but think about <laughs> yeah. how precise you had to be with writing that note right now with your cell phones you've got autocorrect and spell check and all this kind of stuff right but back then I made a huge mistake in middle school uh, oh do tell sixth grade <laughs> I had this little girlfriend name was Ann she was real sweet and pretty and everything it was a lot of fun and of course we did the sixth grade breakup day after day you know you get together you break up all that kind of stuff. One day we were in a fight, broke up or whatever. And so I wrote a note to say that I was sorry. And I passed it to her. You know, it went through a couple of kids. None yeah. of them read it, which was nice. That's good. That's good. Because I misspelled sorry. I spelled it S-O-O-R-Y. Suri. And she read that shit out loud, <laughs> emphasizing the misspelling. <laughs> and for the next two years, people would come up to me, George, you're looking down today. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah, stuff like that definitely hung around for it a while. It was tough, it? yeah. The spelling isn't even an issue now. You can just, a, a couple of letters mean something. Right. THX means thanks. Just spell thanks. Come on right. now. <laughs> you have time. Yeah, that's what I always get onto my kids about. I'm like, is your generation just devoid of vowels? And that's, I shouldn't have said it that way. I just realized because that's got, if I misspoke that, that could have gone a whole different direction. Not devoid of vowels. Yeah. Vowels. <laughs> right. Yeah, but dude, it seems those. like, it's like, can you guys not be bothered to spell out an entire word anymore? No. Nope. Sorry. And they'll say BRB. Yeah. It, you're not saving. It's BRB, B 
be right back. You're not saving syllables. No. When you speak, just say be right back. Yeah, yeah. well, they do that all the time. Right now, it's in the verbal it's, it's, lexicon it's, it's as well. verbal shortcuts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. You ever try to pass notes? I mean, we had to get like some high tech, not, I wouldn't say high tech, but more technical ways of passing notes. You ever use old rubber bands shooting notes across the room? Yeah. Sure. Where you take it and wrap it around like a slingshot. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Or you rubber band, you kind of ping, you know, and then you won't, hopefully, you hit the right person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had to be, you had to be technically proficient, had to have a little bit of coordination. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know, for fear of people reading my notes, sometimes I had encryption codes. <laughs> Did you use that we, that we would use? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were very rudimentary because it was like basically letter substitution. Or, or we like would just say, yeah, it would just say it's shifted by one. So yeah, A right. becomes B, B becomes C, C becomes D. But you can't read it at a glance that way. Somebody well, would have to think about it. So if they opened it up. Yeah. You that's know, why the decoder ring in our cereal boxes was such a prize back then. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, it wouldn't take the. I'm take using any, the Cocoa Puffs decoder ring today, folks. <laughs> It doesn't take the beautiful mind to decode it, but right. you wouldn't know at a glance if it fell on the, or the teacher picked it up, she would have to think about it. She couldn't read it right away. Hope she'll throw it away first before she'll read right. it. Right. <laughs> well, I can tell you that even, I mean, since I'm one of the older Gen Xers here, um, I was like, so much older. I was, one of, I was what do you college. mean one of the older? The oldest. Let's get it you right. Know, I'm trying to have a little bit of self-respect here. Like, you're just totally <laughs> now blowing. you remember, there's only two years between each of us. It's not like he's yeah. 20 years older. <laughs> but it feels that way. <laughs> That's because you're the baby. Yeah. I know. I I'm am. in the middle. So I was a middle child. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm the Gen Xer. George, you're the millennial. Mo's the the baby boomer. In the the grand scheme of things. (laughs) You're the whippersnapper and you're the geezer. So all right. So as the geezer. So I was actually in college before cell phones. Like I went through college, I survived college without a cell phone. Um but things like How how could you? It was let me tell you, even leaving notes like if you wanted to go have lunch with somebody, you had to usually find them. Track them down. Yeah. Sure. So you go to the room, they're not there, you're like, okay. And then everyone had the whiteboards on the front of their doors. So you say Right. Hey, you know, Frank, let's we're dinner at six or be here at six or whatever. And maybe they got it, maybe they didn't maybe they ignored it. It was the extension of like the on the storefront businesses, you know, be back in fifteen minutes, right? right? When you see that kind of stuff. Or even the other thing was like, you know, I had a standing call with my dad. I had to call him once a week. That was the kind of right. Okay. But we always knew at Sunday, this time, I would call him. That's like appointment phone call, just like we talk yeah. about appointment, appointment TV. TV. Right. That's the same thing. You had to be at your phone because you didn't have a cell phone. Right. So you had to be at the house where that phone was or at the pay phone on the corner if yep. you were a drug dealer. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, you had to be in a physical location to be able to accept that well, call. Actually, this is better because it was long distance. I went to school in Pennsylvania. My dad was in New York. So I would know to be at the pay phone that he knew the number to. Whoa. So that he would call right. and I'd be able to pick it up. Yeah, because otherwise you're calling collect and that's a higher charge. Exactly. Which is a whole different That's a whole podcast. other concept. Whole other we'll talk yeah. about it in a minute. That's yeah. right. We might we probably covered that during our rotary phone. We might have talked about Some, that again. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned that how to just survive in college with that. Yeah. But keep in mind when we were in school and college and whatever, we didn't know what we were missing. Yeah, yeah. There, were the no, there was no cell phone to miss out on. Yeah. I mean, we'll look back 40 years from now. And we'll, and we'll, we'll we mo- use won't. cell phones? <laughs> Someone will look wow. back 40 years from now. <laughs> I won't even remember my name my kids. <laughs> but will, we'll you, back- will you be alive 40 and years then, from now? I'm hoping. Are you sure? How no. old are you now? Aren't you like 80 now? <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> My, my point is that was technology that it wasn't missing because it wasn't even emergent yet. Yeah, we sure. had no concept. And so that this there's was there's something today we're living without and don't realize. It. How did you live without the robot hats? Right, well, we don't have <laughs> robot hats in 2019. The closest thing that we could relate to it was Star Trek with the little communicators, right? Yeah, right. and that did become it did, but, but, but that was it was 
science fiction. It wasn't like, boy, I wish I could use a transporter. Right. You know, it was the same kind of technology. Oh, it's science fiction. It doesn't exist. Oh, my God. You guys get into metal tubes and flew across the sky? Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we had. Maybe one day we will get to transport. That'll be yeah. fantastic. That'll be the tech we're missing out on today that we didn't realize we were missing. I wonder right. if there's going to be a first-class transport. Yeah, yeah. You get the, <laughs> you know, all like, your pieces get they, there. <laughs> what, what will they, how will they upcharge transportation? Well, it's, it, you know, in, in Walmart, you're just standing on the bare floor, or they get you one of those little pads and padded <laughs> to stand on. So first-class transporter is a little nice little cushiony pad. I got you. Instead of just standing on the concrete. Because there might be some shock when you go through the transporter sure. on the joints oh, yeah. or something. And well, if you're so older... They'll make sure your organs stay where they're supposed to. They'll make sure. There's a guarantee now. The other one's like, eh, you made first class. There's a checksum. Otherwise, we just nah, you'll get there. Yeah, (laughs) you made mirror image all your organs, but that's okay. They still work. Don't worry about it. So, cell phones, though, back then when we were that age, that's how they felt. You're right. We would we didn't even have any concept of what they were. They would have felt like something far off and magical and everything else. Like I said, not even emergent. So we're okay with it. Didn't care because we didn't know any better. I mean, there were times though when it was annoying the way that we had to communicate. But you didn't know what the solution was. It was just that's how it was. It was just it was irksome that you had. Dropping a call on a cell phone. It's annoying now. Maybe in 30 years, they'll be unheard of. What do you mean, drop sure. a call? What's that mean? Right. Yeah. It's a different kind of thing. You just don't know what it was. Or busy signals. That have yeah. gone away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That kind of stuff. Those who think getting a car phone is not for them, whatever the reason, haven't kept up with the booming industry of cellular radio telephones. This revolution in communications could make it possible for more and more people to have a phone in their car, or even one that travels with you. Now, this is not to say that we didn't have phones. Obviously, we did. <laughs> we did have phones. Right? You just didn't carry them around with you. I mean, no, we, you had to build a fire first and lay a blanket <laughs> over You rub some sticks together. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, we had a whole backtrack on rotary phones. We, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. already mentioned, if, if you're listening and haven't heard that one. That was actually one of my favorite ones we did. Today. You know, th- that was when we first realized we may be onto something. Because I think, it might have been George that said, how are we going to do a podcast about rotary phones? I did, yes. And we had, and no it turned out we, we had tons to talk about. There <laughs> yeah. was so much information. I was like, I'm not going to have anything to talk about with this. And then we couldn't Turns shut out it up. I couldn't shut up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So we definitely had phones. I mean, first of all, cordless phones were really just a wireless version of household phones. And right. it was, yeah, those didn't come out until I was at least like 10 or 12, I think. Yep, yep. Like so, early 80s. And you had an antenna yeah. you had to open on them usually. So that would get bent all the damn time. <laughs> or break off. Yeah. Right. But so the only real wireless phones were still just landline phones right. that were tethered to a base in your house. You're sure. luckily, maybe you could make it out to the post box if you had a good one. If you well, had a really good one. You still were tied to the well, house. people still oh, have those. I still have those in my house right now. Do you? Yeah, yeah. where it's a... With the antennas broken off? No, not the <laughs> They don't have the antenna on the outside anymore, but it's still... It's, you still it's have a, a landline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mo, a lot of people... Mo, you don't have a landline, do you? Still? No, I got rid of my landline. Yeah, I yep. still have a landline, but that's because my wife works from home, but most people don't even have landlines. My point here that you're helping me make is that landline was what you had. Right. Yeah, that was it. That's right. I still remember losing that cordless phone, like you're trying to find it, the phone's ringing, and you're like... <laughs> is it? Is it the cushions? Is yeah, it right. Or if it's dead, <laughs> you're <laughs> done. ring from somewhere. You're trying right, to and if, if the handset's dead, you're in, you're in trouble because the bass rings and you have no way to answer it. Yeah. Right, yeah, because at that point they didn't... I remember when they first developed the first bass that it had both the cordless phone on it and the, and little, the wired, the oh, wired really? one. Wow. Yeah. That was a miracle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> whoo, I'm safe just in case I lose that cordless one. But if you had to go out, there was no cell phone at all to deal with. So then you had, brace yourself, kids, pay phones. <laughs> Maybe you've wait, heard wait, of how these. Did, how, how does this pay phone thing work? <laughs> there was such a proliferation of pay phones. They were at every well, other street corner. Well, they, and they were used. I mean, you it, had to have yeah. one. 
And they were all different versions. There was the half booth, the full booth, mm-hmm. the bank of booths. I mean, yep. you know, they were all over the place. And there sometimes I remember seeing a line for the phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. A line of people waiting to use the phone. Talk about no instant gratification. Not only do you not have a phone in your pocket, it's on the street corner. I got to wait for the next guy to get done so I can right. use hey, it. Buddy. Or, hey, or buddy. keep walking and hopefully yeah. find another right. phone Right, you're, you're knocking like... Come on, really? Are you, are you done that? I think you right. see a guy has a handful of quarters. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm here a while. So it's a long call. I got a lot to do. I'm going to be here for a while. Those were always annoying. You know what I think about too? Payphones have been used in TV and film for decades, right? Uh, but yeah. now even those films are so old that this generation might not have even well, seen them. Well, look so in. dated, right? Yeah. Like so, you think about the first Superman film and he's exactly. going to the oh, phone yeah. booth. You're changing the phone booth. Kids now, they don't even know that Superman film anymore. Yeah. Yep. Or if you were, uh, I'm watching the Bob Newhart show and he's in a, a restaurant. And right. Sir, there's a call for you. And on a silver plate, there's a corded phone. They the walk really over and right. set it on your table <laughs> so you can get this call from somebody. Yeah. Because if you were in the restaurant, that's how they reached a doctor right. or something. As a kid, I always had to have like two or three dimes on me at all times. Right. So oh, I sure. Can, so I can make a call. Yeah. Right. So the George. emergency change. Yeah. That's right. Back in Moe's day, the payphone was a dime, not a, a quarter. It was a dime. <laughs> it was. And I they remember accepted, being a dime, quite honestly. And they accepted nickels and pennies. Yeah. Pennies. Yep. Yes, they did. did yeah. they? Yep. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. But absolutely. time's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dime is easier. <laughs> yep. I remember those. But yeah. I mean, that was, but that was it. I mean, if it was an emergency and I need to call, like if it was at school, then maybe use the school phone. But mm-hmm. if I was out with friends and I need to call, I had had to make sure I had. Well, and there was no excuse for me. You not could calling. try to use the business's phone or the cell phone, but that yeah. was a big deal too because they were charged for some stuff, and they were like, "No, you can't use my phone. You might dial long distance on it." Yeah, because long know? distance was expensive, right? And and if you have a daughter who's dating, there was like a thing: make sure you have a quarter, right? Because if your date is a jerk, that's how you're going to call me to get mm-hmm. a ride home, right? Yep. We called it the emergency change because, like, my mother and I would take trips to Kentucky, and my father would always make sure that we had some change in the car or in our pockets or mm-hmm. something. So that if we got somewhere and the it's car separated. broke down yep. or something happened, that we would be able to call home and figure out what to do. And well, especially since you never knew how much it was going to cost, especially right. if you're calling long distance. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you, like you'd make the call, they say, "Please deposit three dollars or right. whatever." <laughs> so for the next two, long minutes. distance is a whole thing because yeah. I mean, well, we could probably do a whole today, podcast just now. On long there's distance. the concept yeah. doesn't even exist. The only today. real long distance is just international, and even that right. is negligible. It's yeah. pennies. But yeah. if you wanted to call outside your county sometimes, it was a certain fee. Yeah. And you, people fought over getting your service because it was, oh, a dime a minute, a 15 cents a minute, 20 cents a minute, a minute you paid. Yep. You had to have to change your the BBS pocket. backtrack, right? I mean, yeah. running up these enormous, enormous bills. bills. I ran up one talking to a girl in New York one time, like a $1,000 in one month <laughs> phone bill. I mean. Well, it racks up quick at a, yeah. you know, 10, 15, 20 cents a minute. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And sometimes, sometimes you had to have that change in your pocket for that damn payphone. But, but remember when area codes used to actually be able to tell you where someone lived? Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> kind of do though, a little no bit. Yeah, mobile phones. It's, yeah. yeah. So I can see your area code, unless that's a new phone. Yeah. You well, can live especially anywhere. with Google number now. Yeah, you, know, you can pick a number from anywhere. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and there were even songs that were based around, there was a great like, country western song called Here's a Quarter, Call Someone Who Cares. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> and like, if you don't know about pay phones, you're like, what's a quarter got to do with it? It's not going to pay my cell phone bill. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, and they would do, be plot devices. Do I have one of those pay per minute phones? Or? <laughs> yeah. They would be plot devices in movies or something. 
something like the person's got to get like a the Die Hard movie. He's got to get to this cell phone. It was uh, right. the one with Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and Bruce oh, Willis. Yeah. He's got to get to this cell phone at this thing. Is it going to ring into that one? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just I'll call you from a burner. Right. <laughs> so I remember uh, this is a while back, but I took my kids in New York and we went to the New York Public Library and we found the old wooden phone booths. They still had two of them. Oh, oh yeah. right. Yeah. Like wood with the glass inset. Yeah, and, but, uh, but it was like there was the full ones with the doors yeah, and all right. that stuff. And, and it was just like, they're like, what's that? You know, <laughs> and they were like, can we sit in there? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Like, you know, <laughs> yep. just like wow. You what is it going to do? When does it start? How do you make it go? Yep. <laughs> it's it's doing what it does. Pick up the receiver. <laughs> Call home. Nope, didn't do anything. <laughs> I keep touching the buttons. They don't do anything. Does this have voice activation? What's going on with it? <laughs> Alexa, use phone booth. Don't worry. Hey, does everybody listening to the podcast right now Again, just all pissed off. Like, Damn like, it! Alexa's like, what the hell? <laughs> What's I'm sorry, phone? there are no phone booths. <laughs> Hello? Hi, it's Judy. Got a minute? Sure. Oh, dear, I wanted Jenny to take our satellite beeper today. Your kids carry beepers? Sometimes. It's a great way to connect my family. When I dial the satellite tone beeper, Jenny knows it's time to call or come home. Really? I was at the mall on Saturday. Bill was convinced I'd taken his keys. Sunday, Bill had his digital satellite beeper, the kind that shows you the number you're supposed to call. That really saved the day for Jason, who was miles from home, and so was everyone else. Drawn and Paneled is a brand new comic book-focused podcast from Gen X Grown Up. Hey, I'm George. And I'm Jason. Every Wednesday, we bring you news, reviews, interviews, insight, and commentary on the comic books we love. And we cover everything from the golden age to the modern age. If you're a comic book fan who enjoys going beyond the page to learn about the history and creators who bring the characters to life, we're for you. You can find Drawn and Paneled wherever you listen to podcasts or on our website at Gen X Grown Up. Com. Talk to you guys soon. Payphones, home phones, none of those mattered unless you had a device that told you when it was time to use them. And that device back in our day, or at least in the mid-80s, were pagers. Mm-hmm. They might have started in the 70s. <laughs> I don't remember. but They did some in the 70s, but, yeah. usually, but it was like only doctors had them. Doctors, lawyers, <laughs> right? Right. If you actually needed to be always reachable, yep. right. that, that was the beginning of that, that loss of autonomy. Yeah, right. yeah, the beginning of the end. And they, <laughs> they were, you know, these little things that you would clip on the side of your belt, and they were the si- about half the size of what a payphone is in height now, but a they were twice cell phone, a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. 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 A lot half, the, half the size of a payphone on my belt. Yeah, there were huge <laughs> wheels on it to get around. <laughs> they had twice the thickness, though. I mean, they right. were like a cigarette pack, almost kind of similar yep, yep. to that not, size. Not too bad off of that. Yeah. yeah. No, they had some. I mean, when they first came out, they didn't even have like a number. Like they show the numbers. They basically you had to call a service. Yeah, that's right. And they right. would tell you who and was trying to reach. They would say, that's "I'm right. trying to reach Doctor Sumter." And they'd right. go, "Oh, I'll I'll send him a I'll page." Him a first, page. he's not a doctor, so <laughs> <laughs> let's just clarify that. For a long time, I mean, even pagers were mostly for businesses and work, like right for people professional, right? Yeah, professional, right. like normal people, normal average run of the mill walking around people didn't need to be reached all the time. Right, right. It was like, well, if you're if you're on call for some support or service, right. or you're a doctor, you're well, and it whatever. was it was an extra bill. Yeah. And a lot yeah, of people couldn't afford it. Debt. Yeah. And then the message that you got, it wasn't, there wasn't even a message. There wasn't even texting on it. It was it, just numbers. A number would appear. Right. And it was just one line of... A string of numbers. Yeah. numbers, yeah. That was when I first was exposed to any kind of messaging because there were coded messages that you could yeah. send. 
Sure. If you agreed upon, you knew yeah, the code. Yeah, you know other people, and yeah. you text them. Instead of sending them a phone number, you could just send a message. Right. So I remember for a long time, 143 was a message that's just, it's the number of letters in I love you. I is one, okay. love is four, oh. three. So if you, you know, you want to send your boo a message and say, <laughs> 143, baby, and you can send, you know, and they, they know who sent it. Well, ostensibly, you knew who sent it. You would it. hope so. I Unless mean, you're like, who sent this 143? Yeah. Because remember, they had the, like, the 10 dial history. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, you yeah. see how many person. Oh, thank you for sending me the one four three. You're like, I didn't. Like, send I didn't send that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I saw something the other day. Valentine's was recently passed, and they said a great test is send your girlfriend flowers at work. If she brings them home, you're good. If she doesn't, oh. <laughs> She thought they were from someone else. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when pagers actually got pretty funky where they actually could send text messages, but again, yep. you had to call a service and then they would somehow have a system for typing it in that would then send it to your pager and show like a, a one-liner text yeah. message. That's well, right. it was almost yeah. like a throwback to the operator days when phones yeah. first came out and they have human operators that would plug cords in, into a wall and things like that. I mean, that was kind of an equivalent to that yeah. because yeah, yeah. the technology yeah. couldn't do what they wanted it to do, so they had to have human interaction. Yeah. The other three-digit code that I think also plays into what often is associated with pagers is 420 wasn't often a code that you would get when <laughs> someone messaged you. Not one that I ever you. got, but yeah. Um, did you didn't get a 420 on no, your pager? I didn't get a 420. No, never sent a 420. You know, no, <laughs> we'd said that pagers were often for people that only needed to be reached regularly, and sometimes that was your dealer. When <laughs> 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 you get a 420 text, like, up oh, business, I got to get to my corner or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was a common joke. They were like, oh, pagers are for doctors and drug dealers. They right, would say yeah. because a you had to be reached, and b you could probably afford a pager because yeah, that's true. they weren't cheap. You, you had the extra income. Yeah, they definitely weren't cheap. Finding a phone in a car isn't that unusual anymore. Except when it leaves the car yeah, for greener pastures, the high seas, or a leisurely lunch. Radio Shack keeps you in constant communication with their affordable, transportable cellular telephone. Hello? Could you use a helping hand on your next electronics project? Quad Hands is the ultimate third hand helping hands vice and hobby station. The first thing you'll notice is how heavy a quad hands is. It's made from solid steel and then coated with a baked on powder coat for a durable finish. And the rubber feet are gonna keep it from sliding on your bench and give you a nice sturdy work surface. Those flexible all metal gooseneck arms feature rotating alligator clips to hold your boards and wires firmly in place. And removable silicone covers come pre-installed on those clips to protect those delicate wires and boards. And those arms can be put anywhere you need them. No fumbling around with awkward joints that are difficult to position. The quad hands was designed to help you do your best work it's built to last right here in the USA and backed by a lifetime guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Order yours today from Amazon or quadhands.com. Gen X Grown Up podcast listeners can save 20%. Just use offer code GENXUP20. That's G-E-N-X-U-P-2-0. For your next project, let a quad hands hold what your hands create. We're here in the future, so we all know how it played out. Eventually, cell phones did come around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were called mobile phones. The first ones came car out. Car phones. First, I first was a car first phone because yeah. it was just, it was improbable to carry it around. So a car phone was a thing. Yeah. They had the big giant battery a big stuff block, in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. Or it ran off your car battery or right. something. And then we'd have huge. satchel phones. Oh, yeah. Lethal Weapon 1. That's mm -hmm. what I always remember about satchel phone because Danny Glover's standing on the overpass as he's getting a call about something, but it's that giant gray. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah. And then you pull the thing out, and often it had a wire attached to the well, satchel still, yeah. Yeah. right? And you could talk into it. But we finally got some cell phones. 
Yeah, it, uh, we first got phones, so the innovation of texting became a thing, but there was no keyboard. It was a different kind of texting. So you yeah. had just a numpad. You had one through nine. And so I think, so I'm not I'm not cheating. I'm not looking at the number pad, but that's why, kids, there are letters on the numbers. Yes. Because yeah. you had to be able to dial letters even back to when you would dial like Pennsylvania 65000. Right. You had to know the letters in a right. phone number. So we used those letters. So like if you wanted to type a number two, you pushed it once it was A, twice it was B, three yeah. times it was C. Then you had to pause long enough for it to move over to the next thing. Right. You had to yeah, wait. The timing yeah. had to be important. That kind of texting was really, it, it was it was innovative, but it was it's, so I mean, time it, consuming. It was a way of doing it, right? There was yeah. no other way really of doing Good it at point. the time. Yep. Yeah. There's a great scene in, uh, what was the Quentin Tarantino, the Grindhouse films, the one where it's the girls getting run over by a car, Death Proof? Death Proof, yeah. There's a great scene where one of the girls, she's texting a boyfriend supposedly, yep. and they're having to, and you see her having to hit the button two yeah. or three yeah, times to on get the close to the up and everything. Yep. And you sit there and look at that and like, God, how did we go through that? I mean, yeah. there was less texting. Texting yeah. wasn't the normal. You you had well, a phone in your hand. And you had to be charged for You could just too, call somebody. Right? Yeah. You know, now people, the phone rings like, why are you calling me? What kind of a beast doesn't just text? What yeah. <laughs> well, because it cost you money then. It was a nickel a text or a dime a text. It did. Cell minutes cost and texts cost. Yep. Per. Yeah. And I thought the whole text costing thing was a ripoff because it took advantage of the empty space between messages. Do you yeah. know that? Oh, no. No. Yeah. Text messaging actually took advantage of the empty space between the when you're going through the regular uh, phone messaging. It cost them zero extra to do it. Huh. Well, of course they, but hey, it's revenue. They got to yeah. monetize oh, yeah. this they, thing. They sure. monetize the crap yeah. out of it, but sure. it, but it really didn't. It, it really cost them nothing. Right. There's no extra. Well, I mean, it cost us anything. nothing to make this podcast, and yet we charge. Oh shit! Oh, we should sh- be charging for this. We should monetize <laughs> this. Holy cow! First of all. <laughs> My wife is going to figure out that this hey, one did cost it us did something. Cost something. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I, I think that's also why all this, the shortcuts came about for texting. Maybe so. Yeah, B- yeah those kind of things. Yeah, uh, sure. on my way, on my way, stuff like that. Yeah, that because probably it's quicker was to, the rise. It's quicker of that. to type. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah. it, it, it's continued due to millennial laziness. I attest. <laughs> <laughs> we are bashing just millennials so you know, that today. Was just, that was just John. now you have John's a lovely keyboard with predictive text. Just put the word in. There <laughs> and then it'll kill you to put a period at the end. Come on, it's one more button. Grammar yeah. Nazi. Oh. Well, I, actually, I have a one of my little brothers. He sent me a text, and it was just so it was just awful. And I actually corrected it. I sent it back to him, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, in English, this is the way it would look. I mean, yeah, I know what you're trying to say, but that's not really what's important here. <laughs> that's right. What's important is somebody's gonna judge you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm like, you need to do better here. Okay, so eventually we got into the world of cell phones yeah. because. We all have one now. Yeah. But before like super smartphones, when they were still dumb phones, I'm sorry, they're feature phones. Feature phones. Old phones. So I'm going to go around uh, each of us. I'm going to ask you, tell me the situation around when you first got your very first phone in your pocket. How'd you get it? Why? What it cost? What can you remember about your first phone? Uh, I remember. All right, we'll start so, with yeah, you, start with me, So I remember for sure. It was, um, I'd just been recently married. Okay. And what, you know what year? It was 18. 90. No, 80. <laughs> 18. 18. 1874. <laughs> uh, no, 1889. Okay, 89. Right. And so basically it's one of those things that, you know, you're like, ooh, this new technology's out there so we could always be in touch and oh. seem like a good thing. And then, of course, they started having it those seemed like a good thing. Yeah, they ended those deals like, oh, you know, buy one, get one free, all that kind of stuff. And so the first ones you got were those Nokias that were like... The bulletproof, indestructible yeah, Nokia. Yeah. <laughs> you could use them as weapons if you got mugs. Kind <laughs> right. Of um, Battery lasts forever. Yeah, but it had an antenna. Yeah. Oh, right. You had to slide that out. You had to slide the antenna out because otherwise you get brain cancer or something. 
That's what they said. <laughs> Explains so much. And um, but the thing was that back then, I mean, you didn't. You had like limited minutes. Yeah. Limited texting. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you went over, oh my god. That stuff and then you have expensive. like the friends and family you could call or nights right. and weekends. That, that or was later, they had that yeah. stuff in later, but yeah, yeah but that basically that's so that was my first cell phone was with that. And do you know how much it cost you? Any idea? God, I'm trying to remember. At, I mean, ballpark at the, at the ballpark, I think it was probably like 50 bucks a month, that's, like 40, 50, but back in that was a lot. That, that's that's 89 yeah. money, yeah. yeah, 89 money, yeah. which actually well, that was a that was a big chunk. and for a limited amount of service, no minutes limited. of stuff. Like, you know, if I was home and I had to call somebody, I would use my home phone. Yo, absolutely, <laughs> you don't use your cell phone when you're home, or sometimes people call your cell phone. Hey, I'll call you right back, call me back in my Line, right. you know, because you didn't want to run because and both sides had to pay for the minutes. Yes, oh, that's right. That's oh, right. that sucks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that was my first experience. How about you, George? Do you remember? I vaguely remember that I think my first cell phone was one of the Motorola Flips. Oh wow! Oh, the yeah. Razors? Yeah. Not the yeah. Razors, were they? No, 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 no. This was those were really funky. No, this was like early on. I the only thing I remember is that so it had it to only, be like early nineties. Yeah, it only cost a dollar because it was part of the phone subsidy promotional stuff. thing. Yeah, okay. you agree to stay with us for two years and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Okay. And the company that did it, they're not around anymore. It was like Altel or one of the other ones. I so, remember those, yeah. Yeah, it was one that got merged into something that later on became one of the big three, I'm sure, Verizon or mm-hmm. whoever. I just remember the stuff that we were talking about, you know, call me back on my landline. This is costing me minutes. I remember those kind yep. of conversations. And I remember trying to convince my parents that they needed to get one because they were of the older generation with just the house phone and the business phone and all that. And it took a while, but eventually my father father, believe it or not, who was the technophobe of the group, he was the next one to adopt a cell phone. And he wouldn't stop using that damn thing. He used it all the time. I don't know who the hell he was calling, you know, but... Because he wasn't calling me. I mean, but, but he used it all the time. But he kept, right? That explains a lot. <laughs> but he used that same phone up until the time that he died. Wow. Same yeah. phone. He never upgraded. Never upgraded. He, oh. he would use it. He would always go, like, not exactly the same physical phone because, of course, battery died yeah. and things okay. like that. But the model. He replaced the model, it with flip phone. He was comfortable with exactly that phone. same clamshell type of phone. Wow. Yeah. I don't want the screen that you touch or anything like that up until the day he died. That was the same one that was in his pocket. He when we didn't text off. much. No, <laughs> he did a little bit, he, but he did the button, yeah. the you know, number, number punching, two, yeah. three times and wow. number four or five times. Yeah. So that's what I remember. What yeah, about really. you, John? The first cell phone I got probably was, had to be like 94 ish and I didn't buy it. I worked at the television station and oh. they did a round and they're like, all right, we're giving cell phones to all these managers and you get one, John. And first I'm like, hey, hey I'm going to be reachable anytime I want. Yeah. And then later you're, and like, then later you're like, I'm reachable anytime <laughs> they want. <laughs> But I had that phone for a decade or so. It wasn't until 2006 that I had to buy my own first cell phone. Oh, wow. wow. Because I had had a work phone. They kept upgrading it to a newer and better phone. I had that same number for a decade working. And it wasn't until I left that job that... I'm like, well, damn, I got to figure out how to get a phone now because <laughs> and, and I got to pay for it and all that was... Didn't care about the bill. Just... Uh, yeah, but that one was just a Nokia. It cost me nothing. Yeah. But I remember you walking through a store and like, hey, let me talk to you about your cell phone plan. I'm like, okay, let's talk. What do you pay now? Nothing. Okay, nice talking with you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because when you tell them it was for work phone, there's nothing for it. So mine was it was that same indestructible little phone. And uh, for years after I uh, left the, that, that company, people were still calling that number. And the guy <laughs> that got the you. phone next, uh, we knew each other, and he would give my new number. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, yeah, he's not here anymore. I have his phone now. Here's his new number. Well, yeah, because that was a bigger deal back then. Was the transferring of the numbers yeah, wasn't as easy. You couldn't as keep as it now. with you. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it was like for some no, there was no real good reason. Well, I think at one point weren't they even hard coded into those. 
phones? I think they may have. Yeah. Like uh, an early well, cell There's some hardware in it that wasn't like a SIM you could remove. Like right. You, you right, had to right. gut it. The accumulator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So I think also that was the start of the whole disposable like disposable technology, right? Because at the phones, I mean, they realized that, wow, people upgrade a phone every year or two years. Well, and that was because of those phone subsidy plan things. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think part of that was due to how you know technology was yeah. doubling. At that time, Moore's Law was still applying. Yeah. And sure. every you know six months or whatever, the speed of things was doubling. And a lot of that has slowed new, down new phone now. phone networks and, came and up. And things are more iterative. But back then, yeah. But if, if it's six, eight months, you know, a year old, it's garbage. Well, think about how long 4G has been the standard. 5G is now coming around. Just barely. You know, yeah. and it's that's been several years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So it's it's not nearly as fast-paced as it used to be. You're right. But we're still upgrading because there's new cameras and new fancy stuff. Not because the technology's do, doubling. Yeah, nothing to do with the phone. Right. The well, cell phone all, might be worse for all I know. I don't yeah. use it to make calls very much. Now it's all feature-based, right? Yeah. It and is the cell phone is not necessarily a phone how as much phone? as it is a PC for you or a... Check your email. Yeah, a, a virtual assistant, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I mean, other the cell phone is developed into so many different things now, and it's not... I still miss the days of passing notes. You know, we talked about it's that. personal You're, thing. There was more personal. This now feels more antiseptic. Oh, for sure. You know, and I think that... There's an era that's gone by that I wish could come back, but I don't think it will. Let's think this way: handwriting mattered. <laughs> handwriting mattered. Right yes. it, it, it did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. In my day, handwriting yeah. mattered. I learned scripts, so I could actually read it. Now the only reason it matters is because you've got a phone with a little pin that comes out the bottom of it. Oh, and you, yeah. It's going to take your handwriting and convert it. Yeah. Those things never work. Should well. we do a backtrack on cursive? <laughs> Seriously. And, and math. How about normal math? My kid actually told me the other day, and I couldn't argue with him. He was like, Dad, there's no point in learning cursive. And I went... He can't read the Constitution. Yeah, but I mean, reading and <laughs> writing sure are two different things. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's not going to write a new Constitution. He's just going to read the old one, <laughs> right? I mean, it's just what if they would change it? You'll never know. <laughs> it, it, no, I do. I, it's, it's hard to argue that that technology is outpaced. Yeah, the things that we used to have anymore. Yeah. Really. yeah. That's a weird thing to think about when it you is. talk about all these messaging and passing notes yeah. and pagers and everything. How each version of technology has changed the way we communicate. Has started to uh, make the previous one more and more obsolete. Yeah, and not just the tech, the actual like like methods of communication, right. mm-hmm. that skill, the whole lifestyle. Yeah. The affordable, transportable cellular phone is here. Quality made by General Electric. This cellular phone features 832 channel capacity, 30 number memory speed dialing, last number redial, electronic lock while not in use, adjustable volume control, horn alert option included. AB system allows both home and car use. Lighted keypad. Take it from car to car. Optional battery available for true portable use. If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know, so if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us, they'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show, so hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. 
I said at the top of this backtrack that this has nothing to do with being old fogies, that we love our smartphones, we rely on oh, them heavily it today. like it the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> right, but it's right, not. Right, even though we sound like grizzled old prospectors telling you to get off our lawns, <laughs> the reality is we use and love our smartphones today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go around again to each of us. So tell me about, so what do you use today and how reliant are you? How much do you use your phone for? How integrated is it into your life? George, I'm going to start with you. Well, first of all, I'm using it right now as so we're using this podcast, we're recording this You're podcast. going down through the list I'm of topics. Using through the list of topics and everything. I mean, I use my cell phone. I remember I specifically didn't get a smartphone for years. Work kept pushing me to get a smartphone. Okay. And they were like, oh, we get you a smartphone. We'll give you, you know, a per diem and stuff to cover the part of the monthly bill. And I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to be as connected yeah. as I am now. But I use it. I actually use my cell phone to RDP into my desktop computer at work sometimes yep. when I'm yeah. out in the middle of, and there's an emergency that I have to fix. I wish that that wasn't a thing because... <laughs> The line between work and home is gone. Oh, yeah. It's not just blurred. Yeah, no, it's gone. Do you believe they actually even have, they put laws in Europe now? Yeah. Really? So so the employers cannot cannot require you to check emails during certain hours. Right. I need that And if they add, if they do, they have to pay you. Billable. Wow. See, and that's the thing, like in America, it's all, well, you're on salary, so. Yeah. So you're basically, everything's free. You work when we tell you to work. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's all, you know, it's, it's horrible. It's, but the cell phone itself, I use it for that. I use it for playing games. I use it for taking pictures, videos, that kind of stuff. So I'm very dependent on it. It's, it's not going away anytime soon until the next technology replaces it. Robot hats. Robot yeah, robot hats. hats. Robot hats when they Fair get enough. here. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, what about you? Oh, boy. Okay, here's to show you how reliant I am is two examples. One, if I'm halfway to work and realize I forgot my phone, I'm going back home to get it. Yo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's one thing. Yep. The other thing is, if my phone broke, I'd have it replaced by before the end of the day, probably. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, because I just couldn't. Yeah, I remember I, I, mine so died at John's house one time, and I had a hard time figuring out how I'm going to get back home because I don't have a phone <laughs> with maps on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, it's. I mean, I use it. I mean, even driving out here to Pensacon. Yeah. yeah. I had it, you, GPS. Yeah. You know, I use the GPS to get it's here. Woven into your life. You, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I was listening to podcasts from it. Right. I mean, right. It's, it's navigating. <laughs> it's playing entertainment for. Yeah. in real time. Yeah, if you lose that, it's like... And then John called me. I, I picked up the call. Yeah. On it. You know, first time it's used as a phone and God knows how long. <laughs> well, this still works. Good. <laughs> Actually, when I got my new phone, I was going back a little bit, but I remember I had the phone for like a week before I realized that the speaker, like the normal speaker you're talking to, was broken because I never used it for a call. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> and then I was sitting I was like... Oh, and you had dad. no headphone jack. Yeah, I had no headphone jack. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like talk, calling my dad or something and he's like, hello, hello. I'm like, can you hear me? No. I'm like trying to figure out why you couldn't hear me. I realized that my phone was busted. I was like, and it you just had not had a voice call the entire time. No call. need for it. Yeah, my son, his handset, like he couldn't make or receive calls on it for like six months, but we didn't replace it because of all the other possibilities of communication on the phone. Yeah. The texting and they're using apps and yeah, or else. put a Bluetooth on it or whatever. Right? Yeah. 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 Mine is definitely ingrained into my oh, life. I mean, and all the things that you said, but I mean, I use a, a regular desktop computer a lot throughout oh, my sure. day, but my phone is right next to me. Mm-hmm. And so much is integrated into the phone that I rely on it. So even like security. So I use a, a password manager. Yeah. When I log into the password manager, I have to pick up my phone to approve it's me and authenticate that. Yeah. Right. If I yeah. log into my works VPN, they say, well, there's an app on your phone for second, you know, second tier authentication. Right. So it becomes proving who you are. It becomes the yeah. method of finding it's, it's I don't carry a GPS anymore. I don't carry any 
any kind of map or anything. Oh, I, about paying for things. That's what I was going to say. I yeah. know something John uses his yeah. phone for quite a bit is using I it as a credit card. I love it for that. Yeah. yeah. I've gotten into fights with the, with <laughs> the cashiers. Like, we don't accept that. I'm like, can I try it? I think you do. It's Samsung Pay, not Apple weirdness. It, it should work. And, and it works. And they're like, oh, but damn, it did work. Now, the only thing is they should put those where it's more accessible to you so you're not reaching over. Yeah, it's like, here, let me shove my phone in your face, cashier. Sometimes when it's over there, I won't even try it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's. So, I've, I've seen people talk about eventually states could put your ID on it so you wouldn't have to yep. have a driver's license. Yeah. Literally place your wallet. I mean, yep. I still carry my wallet, but I try not to take it out of my pocket if I can help it. I try to use so all even my car insurance. I don't have a card anymore. Same thing. Right. I Me use too. the app on the phone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it, it is, I think for all of us, it's really tightly ingrained in our lives. And everyone is criticized for ovaries buried in your phone right now. And you're not paying attention to the real world. But I think it's just replaced yeah, other things you're we right. did. Definitely. I, I appreciate when, when I go out and eat with other people in a restaurant, I consciously try to not touch it because right. it's so easy to fill in the empty spaces in conversation by looking, looking at phone. other things. You know, I, one of the neatest things I've heard somebody talk about is that sometimes when we're out with a group of friends, we put all of our phones together and sure. put, a, put a salt shaker on top of them. And then whoever needs their phone first pays, pays the, the bill. bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because you're, you're, you're now motivated, incentivized to not and do there's that. some people you know are always going to pay the bill. That's great. Handle <laughs> free meal. Especially if it's beeping or vibrating, like, I'm missing. Sold. But just think of it though. Actually, and there's there's like a psychological condition now or something like that where you feel like, like you can't not respond to your phone. Or you or fancy vibration. It's definitely or got some vibrations. addictive tendencies. There's yeah, no I know question. it does. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. It was the instant gratification, of course. I'm sure it's, it's activating some weird monkey part of our brain that shouldn't be activated like Which that. Which is like, monkeys using cell phones? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. We they do. Got, they got thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this has been a lot of fun reminiscing about yeah. that. Thanks for getting together. Uh, before we leave, I have to make sure that I give a huge shout out to all the uh, patrons over on Patreon who support us. I'm talking about Corey and Jessica and Marcus and Agile and Dana and Slow Mo and Stubaka and Stian and T2. I almost ran out of breath. <laughs> it would be great if we had enough patrons that I did run out of breath. So if you're so listening, just generally thank you. you know. And would like to join these awesome people in helping us keep the lights yeah, on at Gen X Grown Up. We appreciate it's you just more one than more you dollar. Know. It's just for as little as a buck a month. Yeah. <laughs> What's what one that? dollar? Less than a cup of you coffee. Can, you can save. He's a starving Gen Xer in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so you can check us out over at patreon.com slash Gen X Grown Up if you're interested. But until then, I am John. George, thanks so much for being here. Yes, sir. Mo, always appreciate you. Yeah, always fun, man. And fourth listener, you know we appreciate you most of all. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. No life, no fun. Don't you know that you're a grown up? No games, no puns. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. This podcast is an affiliate of the GWW Radio Network. Visit Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, TV, cosplay, and more. Wasn't there a commercial like, where one guy's talking to another across a phone or something back in the day? And I can't remember what it was, but it was... I'm sure there were commercials where a guy talks yeah, on a phone. Yeah, I wow. think so. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even going to try Maybe anymore. more than one. <laughs> there might have been a couple. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, so much for this face-to-face thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fine experiment. <laughs> Technology was still doubling. Was it uh, was yeah. it Ohm's law or whatever that is? It's not Ohm's Boyle's law. What's law. the what? Is it Mo- Boyle's? No, Boyle's is the scuba oh, that's, that's law. Su- Moore's law. Moore's law. Moore's, Moore's law. law. Moore's law. Well, we know our shit. <laughs> <laughs> we get there eventually. <laughs> it's collectively we know our I shit. Think- <laughs> what was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On Press Box Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones 
and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on Press Box Access. 